Hello and welcome to this edition of Notes from Minnesota. I am Beth Ann Erickson, your hostess with the mostess. Um, welcome! It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a rough, rough spring, all I can tell you. You know, it's it's kind of like I, I walk outside sometimes and I half expect to see locusts and, you know, the angel of death floating around, but, you know, things are looking up. What can I say? I had a good cancerversary, as I mentioned before, and I'm hoping to get back on my regular production schedule, which I'm really looking forward to. I have missed work, I swear. Um, if you recall, I used to do this podcast with Jackie, and we are still working together. Things are great, all is good, and we are working, um, our new podcast will be called Creative Entrepreneurs. Watch for that. That'll be very fun. It's a little side thing that I just, I just love doing things like that. Um, I'm going to talk about writing blocks today, but first up, if you recall, um, my writing partner of 13 years, her name was Rudy, the Doxy Cross. She passed away this past spring. Yeah, like I said, the angel of death for heaven's sake. Uh, I made it two weeks before I adopted a um, Flame Point Siamese cat, and it's been so fun. She's about six months old now. If you listen carefully, hear that? She's purring. She purrs like all the time. Um, she's pure white, vivid blue eyes, and the Flame Points, which are her tips of her ears, her toes, her tail and her nose are turning this beautiful flame color, kind of a butterscotch. It's really fun. Just she, every morning she wakes up a little bit darker. According to what I've read, she's going to continue to get to uh, get this nice color until the day she dies. From what I hear, it's some sort of enzyme in her hair follicles that are triggered by cool temperatures. Considering we live in Minnesota, I'm half expecting her to be like about the darkest color you could ever imagine by the time she's ready to leave this planet because it's pretty chilly up here. But in the meantime, we're having an awful lot of fun. She gets into trouble all the time. Her name is Lena. She is named after Lena Inverse, the mythological character who, um, she's got, okay, I need to say this right. She's the mythological sorceress with flame hair, flame-haired sorceress. Golly dang, I just can't talk today, can I, Lena? She's named after the mythological flame-haired sorceress who steals the hearts of men. Got it. So yeah, that's what she's named after. She is as hot as can be, and she just insists on sitting on my lap, so I'm pretty much sweating all the time. I'm trying to get my writing done, and there she sits purring in my ear, making me like 10 million degrees. I don't know, but I love every minute of it. You know I do. Um, What's new? Um, Yeah, this is kind of like a verbal journal today, I guess. Because I just released, I don't even know what numbered book this is. I, I just put Lena down. She's probably going to leap and make a lot of noise again. So I apologize in advance for that. Um, new book. Yes, it's called Stuck, Transforming Everything You Thought You Knew About uh, Writing Blocks or Creative Blocks. I had a, like a two-year creative block. And I up until that point, I actually never, ever believed in them. I thought they were just, no, oh, if you do enough reading, if you fill your cup enough, and if you have a good enough attitude, you will have no troubles whatsoever in your creative life. And yeah, right, that didn't really work out for me. Yeah, here comes Lena again. She's hollering. Yeah, that's another thing I noticed. She's very talkative. So apologies in advance on that, too. Um, 
I didn't work out that way. You know, it was after I was diagnosed with cancer, I immediately went into um, helping my dad, who was also diagnosed with cancer, different kind. It's, it's, you know, when you live in a small community, things get can get a little weird. We shared an oncologist for a while, and then they moved me on because I wasn't as in dire situation as him. And and uh, and now our oncologists are man, uh, husband and wife. How about that? I have, um, I, mine is the female, his is the male. He'll, we'll get to meet him soon. And, you know, it just seems like I, I have had one traumatic huge event after another and then i began to realize that my life is not remotely unique in that regard a lot of people have a lot of challenges when they're wanting to become you know engage in their creative arts whether they're writing or making music or poetry who knows what and for some reason or another even after i would run to the doctor and i would get you know find out what was going on with dad i'd come home and um, you know, there would be people who would say, oh, no, you can go home and write. And I'd sit down and I'd think, I'll, I mean, I'd stare at that blank screen and think, oh, my goodness, I can't do this. I, I just can't do it. And that went on for about a year. So I had two years, which I actually didn't do hardly any creating whatsoever, which is really soul-wrenching for a creative entrepreneur, a creative person. I, I'm a creative person first, an entrepreneur second, I'm the entrepreneur because, I mean, we have to make a living, right? I mean, that's just the way it goes. If you want to eat, you have to somehow make a living. And to make a living in the creative arts, you kind of have to have an entrepreneurial flair. And so what do you do? Um, and so that's what the, that book is about. You know, I don't have any notes here. I'm just kind of speaking off the top of my head, uh, you know, directly from my heart. And it was a long book in, in coming because, A, I didn't want to anger anybody who just thinks it's no big deal. Because for some people, it isn't a big deal. But for me, it turned out to be a big deal. And I, I mean, I couldn't write. There was nothing there. There was absolutely nothing in my head except beyond screaming and beyond, oh, my God, life's never going to get better. And holy cow, I survived cancer just so I can engage in all of this difficult, difficult stuff. I get to watch my my family members die. I get to watch marriages dissolve. I get to watch. It's very easy to uh, just, yeah, <laughs> Lena said it the best. It's, I'm sorry. She, she's a talker. I think, you know, remember Rudy used to always bark during my uh, recording sessions. Well, this one's going to meow, I'm afraid. Talks all the time. But no, I mean, it's, it was a hard, hard time in my life. And it was a bit difficult to verbalize it. I didn't want to be whiny. But I found some tools that I could use and some things that I could engage in, activities I could engage in, to try to not work around the block, but to start cooperating. I guess that's the best way of putting it, is I had to learn to cooperate with all of the hard things that were happening, not to fight against them but to understand that life is just going to be that way and to find workarounds and to make peace and to build boundaries. That was a huge one, is building boundaries and not allowing, you know, that there are some things they can still handle on their own. There are some things that I am, I'm responsible for. And, you know, just, just achieving clarity on 
how to proceed after you have been walloped so many times. And like I said, I mean, I'm not the only one this has happened to. It's, in fact, I would venture to guess that I am not the only person who finds himself drowning in family necessities. It's kind of, uh, we live in crazy times and we live in, I mean, things just go nuts. What can I say? And I somehow wanted to find a way to help other people who would find themselves in the same situation as me. I had a dream. I had things I wanted to do, and yet there were times I just felt so sad, and there were times I felt so lonely, and there were times I really felt the the only word I can think of is the word impotent to, to be able to keep progressing forward in my professional life. The funny thing about being a creative entrepreneur is that you know, creativity is such a wiggly little monster. You, you just never know how you're going to, um, you know, the, the muse may or may not come. What can I say? That, that's, that sounded really phallic, didn't it? The muse may or may not cooperate. Does that sound a little better? Possibly. Is the muse real? Some people would say no. Some people would say yes. And so I kind of, I kind of explore a lot of those things in the book and I, I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's a good, a good way to um, resume my creative life. It's kind of my, hey, I'm back to the creative world. And not that anybody noticed I was gone. That's not the case at all. But I guess I, I needed to say it for me. And um, so there we have it. That's that's the new book. Um, I, I feel like I've turned a new chapter in my life. Um, old stuff's behind me. And with any luck, my new chapter will be not as cancery and deathy and awful and undesirable as this past couple of years have been. Not that it's, yeah, it's been pretty bad. What can I say? But you know, if you can continue working even after a cancer diagnosis and another cancer diagnosis, not me, but a close family member, losing your writing partner, you know, things aren't necessarily all that bad. Family members having divorces, oh, lordy lord. That really made me appreciate my uh, dear husband an awful lot. And I'm not going to say a lot more beyond that because, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to jinx it. It's been 30-some years since we've been married. I'm the one that forgets how long I've been married. He always knows. He he remembers everything. He remembers birthdays, anniversaries, and anniversaries of first dates. And then there's me, and I'm like, what day is it? I have no idea what day it is. But that's, I guess that's the way it goes sometimes. I'm, My mind is busy dealing with thing, imaginary situations in my in my fiction and nonfiction and who knows what. Um, but yeah, that's the latest update. Uh, if you want to check out Stuck... Go to filbertpublishing.com or you can just Google me, Beth Ann Erickson, and you might find it. I'd sure appreciate it if you'd pick up a coffee copy. And if you like it, a review would be fabulous too. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And I'm looking forward to coming back next week, hopefully, and doing some really fun stuff and talking marketing and all sorts of, wow. It feels really good to be back in the groove. It feels good to be back to it and feels good to be classified as NED and, yeah. Doesn't get much better than that, does it? Uh, Beth Ann Erickson from baericksononline.com. 
Hope you have a fantastic day. Take care.